Biographies about Handel often include quotes from one Mrs. Delany. Her letters are a wealth of information about the musical life of George in London. Mary Delany first met Handel when she was ten. He gave her harpsichord lessons, and their friendship lasted a lifetime. She was an ardent supporter of his music and would invite him to her home for musical evenings. In a letter to her sister, Mary wrote, I must tell you of a little entertainment of music I had last week. Mr. Handel was in the best humour in the world and played lessons and accompanied Strada and all the ladies sung from seven o'clock to eleven. I gave them tea and coffee. About half an hour after nine had a salver brought in of chocolate, mulled wine and biscuits. Everyone was easy and everyone seemed pleased. Born in 1700 into the aristocratic Granville family, Mary was to wed at seventeen, much against her will, to Alexander Pendarvis, an alcoholic forty-five years her senior, who took her to his cold, crumbling castle in Cornwall. She nicknamed her new home Averno, after the Roman lake thought to be at the entrance of Hades. For seven years she endured a loveless marriage, caring for her husband, who was in ill health. When he died, she found that he had neglected to change his will. Everything was left to his niece, and she was left with very little. Mary could draw, play the harpsichord, speak French, and embroider. Her skills for designing clothes allowed her to make a living while she stayed in the homes of friends and family. At 43, she married again, this time for love, to Dean Patrick Delany. She's often described as being a late bloomer. For at seventy, again a widow, her creative life took off. One morning she noticed the similarity between a geranium petal and a scrap of red paper. She began cutting out paper petals to recreate the flower. The result was surprisingly lifelike, and for the next ten years she spent her time creating decoupaged plant portraits, some thousand of them, made of tiny pieces of paper, and they're now in the British Museum. After her death, her correspondence, some thousand letters, were to be published by her grandniece. Mary did not mince her words, and she was not afraid to criticise the musical tastes of London society. When Handel's Semele opened in Covent Garden, it was met with some bewilderment. It was Lent, and this oratorio was based on an immoral story taken from Greek mythology. Mrs. Delany loved it, despite her husband thinking it was not proper to go and see it. She wrote, Semele has a strong party against it, the fine ladies, petit maîtres and ignoramuses. She was impressed with La Francesca, the soprano who sang the role of Semele, and complimented her on her semiquaver runs. You can hear these runs in this aria, No, no, I'll take no less sung here by Louise Alder with John Elliot Gardner conducting the English Baroque soloists. Oh, <laughs> 
Louise Alder singing No, No, I'll Take No Less from Handel's Semele. She was accompanied by the English Baroque soloists conducted by John Elliot Gardner. To hear this bonbon again, go to the FMR website and click on Anna's Baroque Bonbons. FMR. 